Welcome back. It's the Team Training Hacks after party. Look behind the curtain. A little peek behind the curtain. We've been talking about goal setting in, in our episode today. And so uh, this is a chance to just uh, chat a little bit more, let a little conversation uh, organically happen with some stories. Uh, Mike, you've got something. Uh, did you have any any good stories here around the idea of goal setting? Um, I have, I have, uh, yes. <laughs> Great. That? Please that share it. <laughs> We're a professional group here. Um, I've taught between the last topic we did feedback and this topic goals, having been part of performance management processes, um, for many, many, many years. Um, I've taught goal setting as a class many times. I like teaching goal setting. It's, it is one of my favorite topics. Feedback's probably number one. Goal setting is, is a close two. And then situational leadership is a whole, whole other exciting thing I like doing. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> um, uh, sorry to my Franklin Covey friends. Uh, anyway, um, so the thing about goal setting is every time I would teach it, the people who would come would come because it's it's goal setting time. They don't know how to write them. They're anxious. They're nervous. And so I tell them, here's the deal. I'll write goals with anybody. I don't care what you do, whether you're in healthcare, manufacturing, sales, finance, it, it doesn't matter. Come to uh, come to one of my open office sessions where we're just going to sit and talk. And there might you might be surrounded by, you know, another 14 people virtually but we'll work through anybody's goals in real time. And so it's it's one of my favorite things to do. So I just put up the SMART acronym there and I would I would write it in the form of a, a, a um, like a couple of sentences that would say, I'm going to do this by when I measure success by here and, you know, all the different elements of SMART, but I would write them as sentences to be filled in so they could see it's just a fill in the blank that works for most mm-hmm. things. <clears throat> and then I would dig into them and say, what do you have to get done? Uh, I got to get this, this, and this. Okay, let's take this one down. Break that one down into some smaller pieces. And we get down to, okay, so that's the thing. You have to get that specifically done. So I'd write it. They go, oh, that's already feeling good. Okay, good. When do you have to get it done by? I'm not sure yet. All right. Well, is it a matter of you have to get it um, all of it done by a certain time? Or do you have to get it like... 80% done by a certain time. And they go, oh, well, that's that. actually that makes a little bit more sense to me because I know if I get you know 80% done, then, then I'll be pretty close. So just working with people, working with their goals in, in real time and shaping them with them for that first one and having them do a second one and seeing how much faster they can process the, uh, do the analysis to figure out how to craft a goal and then the wording of it comes so much easier, but they have a hard time just figuring out what's the specific thing that I can shape and make measurable. So many times I talk to people and they come up with a goal and I go, how do you measure that? That's usually one of the first questions. How do you measure that? Um, I'm not sure you can measure it. Then, then that's not a good goal. Don't use that as a goal. Or you need to invent a way to measure it. Like for instance, in, in healthcare, there was something where um, a team did. A team would come into a room, perform a task, and then leave. And I said, "Okay, do you log it when you come into the the room and do that?" Well, no, we don't. All right. Well, how are you going to measure this goal? 
well, I don't know, but we have to do it like 10% less often than we do. And you have no way of measuring it. No. And plus it's every team member. How about this? Put a piece of paper on the inside of the, on the, the back of the door. They walk in, they perform the task on the way out. They just put their initials on the back of the door on a piece of paper. And every day at the end of the day, you just take the paper down and you see whose initials and you count up how many times did they come into the room to do X, Y, Z. I said, don't make it overly complicated. And he went, wow, that, that would work because it's just we just need to get people to stop doing the task. And the only reason they go into that room is to do the task. And we've never been able to see who does the task. So now you know. Make it simple. Um, I love the experiences of people because once they have, they take something where they think there's no way to measure this and they make it measurable and and they can document success and they can get something specific and meaningful. They're so excited to share it with their peers, with their, their leader, with um, the other people they work with. Um, it just takes on so much life when they are able to create it. Now, if I had just given them the goals, it would not have had the same meaning to them. Tell me it, I'll write it and I give it to you, but them being able to create it with um, some mentoring. So if you're somebody who's good at goals and you're, you're, you work with people who are not, um, uh, just help them out, you know, cause they're going to be, they're going to be uh, excited. Mike, what are you going to say? Well, I've got, so this comes from the world of team building and as a team building facilitator, you know, I've got a lot of, um, a lot of activities and exercises in my toolbox of mouse traps of activities and that was uh, and yeah <laughs> that uh, that focus on goal setting and one of the ones that has been just I, I've been doing this activity since I started my career over 20 years ago um, and it's a goal setting activity that uh, involves a hula hoop um, I love it. And so the idea with this activity is it's a, it's, I do it with teams, um, you know, and if, if you're listening uh, and you want to want some info, let me know, shoot me a, a message at feedback at teamtraininghex.com. Um, and I can share with you some instructions. Yeah. What do they do if they're not listening? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Okay. Then just go I about just your business. Cover the bases. Yeah. Just go about if your you're business. Not listening if you're, right now, continue. Those of you who aren't you. listening, continue not listening. Nice. But those of you who are listening, so this team building activity, it's it's a goal setting activity. It involves a hula hoop. And um, this is something that uh, obviously might not be uh, doable at this current time with COVID-19 and so forth. But once teams are able to get back together, um, feel free to try this. But the idea is you you have the group uh, join together and, and you take a hula hoop and, and they join together and they hold hands <laughs> in a circle and then you place the hula hoop so so that two people's hands are kind of holding hands in the middle of the hula hoop then the idea is they have to pass this hula hoop around um without breaking hands they have to pass this hula hoop around so it completes a circuit all right so becomes a a goal setting activity after the first after the first try as a facilitator i'll say okay team you know great job Let's turn this into a goal setting activity. How fast? Let's assign a time that you want to shoot for to see if you can make this circuit past this hoop all the way around the group in, you know, in under that goal that you set. Hit that goal or or break break your goal, do it faster. So teams will typically set a goal and uh, they'll give it a try. And um, this is done in several rounds. And usually on the first try, uh, uh, they pretty easily hit their goal. They usually make the goal much easier. Um, 
the first time around. So they'll hit that goal and then I'll just keep on asking them to refine that goal. So on the second round, you know, can you go faster? Well, yeah. Okay. I'll let them talk a little bit about, you know, what are some ideas to go faster and then they'll give it another try. And, um, often they'll hit that goal. Sometimes they won't hit that goal. And then they have a few more attempts to, to, uh, to get there and to achieve that goal. And if they, if they continue to hit that goal, then I continue to challenge them to make it harder to shave off more seconds. So, um, for the very final goal, I like to ask teams to achieve what I, I like to call it warp speed. And warp speed is warp speed. Warp speed. And it usually is it's a goal that is it sounds impossible, you know, and and I usually tell them a good idea for warp speed is, you know, say, you know, X a second and a half per person to get this through. So do the math. You know, you got 10 people, so do it in 15 seconds. <laughs> right. So so I, I give them that warp speed goal and I tell them that, uh, you know, it's unfair to give a goal without giving you time to figure out how to get there. So I give them, you know, 10, 15 minutes to brainstorm and to try out all sorts of, all sorts of things. And, you know, over, over the course of that 10 or 15 minutes, they will iterate and try many different ideas. Let's try to get two people through the hula hoop at once. Let's try, you know, this solution or that solution. And eventually most teams will will get there or get very close to hitting that warp speed goal. Um, so the important part is in the debrief. And in the debrief of this activity, what typically comes out is that uh, the power that having that challenging goal has over a team and the effect that it has, because by having a, a goal that's a little bit harder, um, it, it forces a team to think in new ways and uh, teams typically won't for this activity typically won't have that amazingly fast speed. If they just simply, you know, incrementally think and keep adjusting their goal along the lines of, okay, we hit it in 30 seconds. Now let's try to do it in 29 seconds. And now let's try to do it in 28 seconds. And eventually if, if they think in that way, they are going to level off, they'll plateau um, unless they get a goal that's a real challenge goal. Because once they have that goal that's a real challenge, that makes them A, realize, wait a minute, we haven't been challenging ourselves enough. <laughs> um, and, and, and B, they want to get it done because they want to have that big success. So that kind of propels them toward it. And so interestingly, when I, when I do this and I ask teams, you know, had you kept going, doing it just a little bit at a time without that big, you know, challenging goal, would you have gotten there? And almost universally teams say, no, we never would have gotten to that, those results had we just kept going at it the way we've been doing it. Because they, they had no experience to know. You, you're just, you, the story you told is great because it talks about that achievable part if you had given them the first one, they wouldn't believe it's achievable, but you set them up. So they see, oh, we can make big strides. Maybe we can do that. You help them to see it's achievable. It may be hard and challenging, but it's achievable. In the debrief, I have them identify what are the what were the landmarks that got them there from their original score to this incredibly way faster than they would have imagined final score. And they'll say things like, 
you know, um, you know, Stephanie over here had this great idea of doing this. And, you know, Joe over here said, well, why don't we move ourselves a little bit closer together? And, and they point out all these incremental things and uh, all these, all these smaller tasks that they, that they sort of achieved or, or these, these smaller accomplishments that together led to them having this really amazing uh improvement in their performance. So it's really cool. And then I asked teams, uh, you know, and, and I, I, I won't, uh, the, the examples are too many, but I asked teams, okay, what can you take from this? Are these ideas useful, helpful, uh, for your team and the goals that you have in the work that you do? And almost universally people say yes, yes. And and they're Mm -hmm. more than, more than, uh, eager to sometimes share what those, what those are. So it's really cool. So, but anyhow, it it gives it gives uh, it just really illustrates the power of having goals and and being and having a, a a goal that's articulated clearly, and what it will do for a team in terms of how it unites them and propels them toward uh, toward a good result. Great, that's mm-hmm. good stuff. That's a yeah, great story. Cool. Yeah, it's a cool hey, activity. I, I I got a challenge for you. Think of one goal you have for yourself right now and share it. I have one. Hmm. I'll go Work first. related or on a personal level? No, no. Any, anything, anything related. You oh, think? Okay. I'm going to share oh. one right now. Go ahead. So I'm, I have been sucking wind at reading. All the reading I've been doing for the past year has been mostly academic journals. And then before that, it's mostly business books. Um, uh, so I'm trying to read, trying to spend a little, find a little more time, prioritize for some books that are about uh, me, developing me. So one of my little shout out to uh, a buddy of mine, Michael Seaver, he's a coach. We used to work together at a company and then he left to go uh, find his fortune, um, decided that he's, he's coach, he's a coach. And so he made that dream come alive and that's, he's a full-time coach now. Anyway, he wrote a book called I Know, and just had it published this past year. So I got a copy of it. I actually paid for it. It's not a freebie. Oops, sorry about that. Um, So my goal is to read this over the next 30 days and then to reach out to him and talk to him about at least one of the concepts in here. Um, Before COVID, we were good about going out to lunch and having a good conversation about whatever in our lives but I'm going to reach out to him electronically and say, Hey, let's get, let's get a phone call and let's talk about something in here. What's a takeaway I got to lock in that learning for me. And then plus he can add some extra context for me. Um, so anyways, that's my 30 day goal is to get back on the track of doing some stuff for me and not just um, the, the doctoral work. That's what cool. you come up with. That's funny. You, you talk about reading. I'll actually, I'll, I'll show you here. I mentioned the streaks app earlier here's my streaks app yeah and uh it consists of these are these are personal goals not work goals so one personal goal as an apple you know right user apple Apple nerd watch user um closing my activity rings is one of is one of my goals sure okay and uh those are daily i assume those are well you can do it daily i've set it up uh i've gone on stretches where uh, i've I think my longest stretch of closing all my rings uh, consecutively without any days in between, I think I did like, gosh, 35, 40 days 
or something like about a month and a half I get it. back last summer. Um, but now I'm finding it harder to find time to do that. So right now my goal in the, uh, in this app is to do four days out of the week. So nice. Know, four days out of the it. week where you close every one of your rings. All of my rings. Yep. <laughs> and then, and then the other one is flossing. You hear this from your dentist all the time, and I—that's yeah. the one thing that we all tend to neglect. So, anyways, that's another one. But uh, two others. One is practicing Spanish. I want to, and, and my with my goal, I, I have two twenty-minute sessions a day, in the evening, and then in the morning, I try wow. to try to practice for a total of forty minutes. So it's kind of a big, a big uh, goal. But I, I, having had Spanish four years of of high school Spanish, a couple of semesters of college, I still don't you feel like I have, have a enough. level of fluency. No. So I'm trying to get to the point where I can feel um, comfortable in most situations in conversation. And I think I'm still a, quite a ways away. But, you know, these these uh, apps like Streak, these habit trackers, really, for me, they've helped me to be consistent Nice. Um, and finally, I'm um, reading as well. That's that's my fourth uh, habit that I'm tracking with the Streaks app is uh, um, reading 20 minutes a day. And I just finished. Uh, I went back to some classics. I was looking at classic uh, books that I've never read. Finished Catcher in the Rye. Oh my gosh! Last week. You were going in the wayback machine there. <laughs> in the wayback machine, but it's been on my list since those mandatory college. those mandatory things that you never read yeah, for enjoyment. Yeah. Because so they're actually good books. Right. Oh, it's a great, great book. Um, anyways, just finished that. And uh, so I started on a new, a little bit heavier, heavier uh, book. Um, and uh, so, but yeah, 20 minutes a day is what I'm, is what I'm shooting for. Wow. So, yeah. That's great. That's a good, um, you, so the goals are also inspiring. And so your last one about reading um, for a specific set of time, that's, I don't have the specificity in my goal, but there's no reason I can't adopt that so that every, every day I'm taking that, you know, roof shop, roof shop, roof top goal, roof shop try goal. to get that yep. moon as opposed to moon shot goal yep. <clears throat> achieved yep. of, uh, I would love to be able to finish a book every 30 days. I think it would be ben- it benefit me so much. Um, yeah. Yeah. All and right, it's, it's good stuff. I- yeah, I just found that this is this is enormously helpful just in forming habits. And you know, the habits that I want to form are you know, habits that will that have an end goal in sight, which you know, yeah. finish finish all the books that have been on my reading list forever. <laughs> Excellent. For example. Um yeah, so uh anyways, yeah, good stuff. Thanks for asking that question. Yeah, absolutely. So and and in the spirit of sharing goals to keep ourselves on the hook, the more people that you share them with, the more likely you are to keep them on a ho- on the hook. I'm glad that you asked that question just on this uh, public forum of a podcast because <laughs> I shared it with all the listeners of people. Yes. <laughs> so good. The messages are now rolling in. What is it? Feedback at teamtraininghacks.com. Is that the uh, email? Feedback address? at teamtraininghacks.com. Yes. There you go. If you want to congratulate Mike on his goal setting prowess, feedback. At teamtraininghacks.com. Yeah. Tell us about love, your goals too. I'd love to hear from you. Tell us about your goals, whether whether they're work-related goals or personal goals. It's uh it's good to share those. 
Nice. And as uh, Mike shared in the last time, we might um, we might share those out either through social media or through one of the future podcasts. Yeah. All right. I think we're ready to wind it up. Why don't you take us on I think that home? wraps it up. Yeah. Thanks so much again, everybody, for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. And we appreciate your comments and uh, suggestions. So we'll see you next week. And uh, have a great weekend. Absolutely. And remember, this is the show after the show. If you want to listen to the actual podcast that preceded this, then that would be um, the whatever episode this is. It would have the same episode number, but it would have the name of it. So, for instance, the one that we did had to do with goal setting. So, we episode one, something to do with goal setting. This is episode one, show after the show. All right. Got it. Perfect. Bye. All right. Thanks again, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.